welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Hi, Sandy Sluts. <laughs> no, I missed that. I, know, I did I, truly I miss it, it. I did. Beach broads, Sandy uh, Sluts. Man, um, another like wild episode. Much better than a Monday night's episode yeah. in terms of drama. I felt like Monday's episode was definitely like a, it, it, they needed a lead in. So far, every single episode has been crazy. So yesterday's was a little more like. Still enjoyed. Still no enjoyed. No I mean, especially JPJ and Tasha's moment, even though now I'm having a full-blown panic attack after seeing previews for the next week's episode my god where is Tasha? i almost where? like paused it to check at the rose ceremony if she was even still there i had completely forgotten about the scene of jpj sticking his hands up the butt of the twin haley rubbing all the suntan lotion in and saying like sorry mom and then oh no. um, yeah Well, also, okay, so we we were chatting about this before, and my theory is that in the clip, it looks like John Paul Jones and Derek are fighting, and and I believe... John Paul Jones is saying something about like people questioning my character. Don't insult my intelligence, Derek. And Derek is like... (laughs) I think that Derek is like defending Tasha because it looks like John Paul Jones is going to get his player on. Yes. So maybe they're not even, maybe Derek and Tasha aren't even interested in each other. Maybe Derek's not trying to steal Tasha. And oh. honestly, Becca and I did agree that if J- JPJ does Tasha uh, dirty, we love Tasha at this point so much. Oh, yeah. That we're willing to sacrifice. I will lay down my love for John Paul Jones Me at the too. feet of my love for Tasha, and, and I, I will stand. And I do have even more now passionate love for Derek yeah I know we so me and Jess were briefly talking about it earlier and we never expected that our some of our favorites of the season would be Derek and Tasha. it is not what we thought going in that's for sure like oh my god you know everyone's thinking like we're seeing Hannah G we're seeing Dylan like they're sweet they're cute whatever but like our favorites are two people that we just were not expecting Came totally out of left field and every week I like them more and more both of them me too wow they, well but that yeah it can change swiftly but thank you paradise for this opportunity we get to minds. know a few people better that's the thing that was the thing from the start we were like Paradise, are you going to change our minds about Kaylin? Are you going to change, you know? So far, no. So so far, no. (laughs) Even though I will say, yeah, I have the same feelings about her like I used to, but I also, like, I'm just not as bothered by her as I used to be. Um, I'm, no, I'm not. Like, it's not like the one of those things where she comes on the screen, I'm like, ugh. Yeah. But there's definitely just, for me, so many red flags. No, major, major red flags. I think before it was like, she was throwing some of my favorite people in Colton's season under the bus, so I was like, very aggro. And this time, it's kind of like, well, the people that she's... I sad for her, if anything. I'm like, you you need some help. I know. Um, before we dive in, I do want to quick touch base on this because, um, some broads have been messaging us about this. But what? So apparently Colton was recently on This American Life podcast, which... Why the fuck? I'm so jealous. How do I get on This American Life? What the fuck? Colton has never listened to NPR in his life. This is disrespectful. 
You're like, NPR is literally in my veins and this guy. <laughs> like the first podcast I ever listened to was Radio Lab, a different NPR show. Yes. But like, that's how I first got hooked on podcasts like 10 years ago. Well, you know, Mr. Bleach Blonde himself is on, uh, is on This American Stop Life. His hair. <sighs> Y'all, Justin, I cannot handle the hair. We can't handle the hair. Like <laughs> Colton, he's gone. He's come over to the dark side. Welcome to LA, buddy. Like, like are you Anderson Cooper? LA. Are you like a? <laughs> are you a EDM way. DJ? Like, what's happening? Oh, that's what he looks like. He it looks really, like right? he's like maybe Diplo and I can start hanging. Soon. Totally, yeah. I think that's what he's going for. <laughs> My hair even glows in the dark. <laughs> Perfect for a blacklight party. <laughs> but uh, but he so. I have not listened to the episode um, because I just... I can't... I'm going to I know. I'm going to have to listen to it. I can't wait. Um, But apparently he gets more into the whole fence jump thing and all this. And he says... He brings up um, the the situation with Hannah and Cassie and why the producers on the show did not like him. Because apparently the producers make them rank the girls like at the top or every week. Whoa, he's really giving away secrets. I I don't think he can say this. Like, why would he come on our fucking show? (laughs) What else are you going to blow? Were you saving it for this American life? I mean, I get it. (laughs) Wait, so he says they have to rank them? So they have to rank them. So he... Week one ranked Hannah as number one. And his like strategic, strategical tactic was that he was going to keep Hannah as number one. So the producers would kind of like give him and Cassie the space. What? Yeah. There was something about he wanted like the freedom to not have, uh, everything like on display with Cassie. So that's why that's, I I feel like he's thinking he's being all smart and I feel like they probably like knew exactly what was maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. I, I had heard that they didn't, I would had heard that that's why they really like had a problem with Colton. And then all of a sudden, like remember on after the final rose, they were so shady with him. Like he came in as like the favorite producer bachelor. Yeah, that's true. He was giving them everything they wanted. All of us thought that we were all like, Oh my God, Colton, like he literally will do anything. The producers ask him, to do and apparently the whole time mr sneaky was had his hand in like other pots and was figuring that out which is again why hannah hannah g was so blindsided That's insane. because like the producers were making her feel because they thought she was his number one but they always do that too though they'll they'll make everyone think that oh really that yeah they're like, they're oh, like oh, the way his he, girl dude Yes. They'll yes. Go, they go they go the way he looks at you i have never seen him in love with but like, like that. but that but ari was like that with you Stop. You're making me flush. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Stop it. I'm going to be straight up with you. Like no shade to Lauren. And like, I fully respect their marriage and I feel like it looks so lovely. But in the moment, I will say when I have rewatched the season, it was like, oh, I remember that I was like, Ari's the most in love with Becca or the most <laughs> taken by, by you. Well, yeah, probably, um, in, you know, to use a bachelor term intrigued, but he seemed pretty like swept off his feet. Like my thing was like, if you would have been 28, let's say, everyone else would have been out the window. That's the vibe that I got. <laughs> so maybe producer said that, but they said that to you because it was true. <laughs> I don't know why you're making me so uncomfortable. All right, next, next up. <laughs> so anyways, that's a little bit of the Colton tea. Yeah, I can't wait to listen to the episode. Yeah, me the too. The episode's called Escape. I just looked it up. It's called Escape from the Lab. What happens when our most ingenious creations actually make it's it out into Escape the world? From- <laughs> I literally just got chills. Escape from the Lab. Well, you know, they usually have like three stories with a theme. Yes. So 
he must have been that's so, i'm so jealous uh before we before we uh get over colton and get into bachelor in paradise so we stan a few of these bachelor couples so hard yes but do you know who we stand more Kate Hudson. I mean, not only is this the queen of rom-com, she is also the queen of active wear with Fabletics. Fabletics is your so good. Fabletics is your one-stop shop for affordable athletic wear. They have yoga, running, gym gear, sports bras, shoes, accessories, and more. Fabletics has you covered. And not only is Fabletics active wear affordable, it's also high quality and so cute. It was born in 2013 when they noticed a large disparity in the activewear marketplace because it was so difficult to find trendy, stylish gym wear that was priced affordably. Fabletics came to the rescue. Just go online, you take their 60-second style pop quiz for personalized outfit recommendations, and then you can shop from the thousands of styles curated just for you. I actually started using Fabletics in 2014, shortly after it started. I was a broke college student, and it's the only way I could afford uh, workout clothes. Oh my god. But they have so much cute stuff. I love their biker shorts. Um, I love their leggings. They have really fun patterns and really cute, like matching sets are really in right now. You can get yes. matching sports bra bottoms. I love those biker shorts. Mm-hmm. So cute. Uh, make sure you enter your email address at the end of the style quiz, just FYI, so you'll receive exclusive monthly discounts too. The discounts are crazy. Uh, they also have new styles, like Becca was saying all the time. New collections and prints are released monthly. Um, I live for the fit of Fablet. I can't tell you how many times I've purchased activewear and it just doesn't make me feel good or confident in it. Um, but Fabletics actually fits my body. Like it hugs curves in the right places. It's super flattering. And on top of it all, it's so comfortable. Um, and let me just tell you these prices. Let's talk about these prices. We all know brands like Lululemon or Athletica can seriously break the bank, like so expensive. You can go into any store and you won't get these Fabletics prices. You can get two Fabletics leggings for $24, which is almost half the price of one Lululemon sports bra, or just in general, get an entire outfit for half the price of most traditional retailers. Fabletics is so confident that you can sweat it out in their product for 45 days. And if it doesn't perform, you can return it for a full refund, 45 days. It's a lot Uh, of sweat. Yeah, it is. Fabletics is offering our listeners an incredible deal. You can get two leggings for only $24. That's a $99 value when you sign up for VIP membership. Just go to fabletics.com slash chatty to take advantage of this deal now. That's fabletics.com slash chatty to get two leggings for only $24. Also, free shipping on orders over $49. International shipping is available, and there's absolutely no commitment when you purchase your first order. Fabletics.com slash chatty. And remember, enter your email for all those exclusive deals, broads. Yeah. All right. So. Get into it. Let's get into it. Um, I have to say, before we start start off, uh, we see Chris Harrison narrating. And when he's referring to Christina, he says, will Russian interference, Russian interference. come between Caitlin and Blake? I'm like, is that offensive? <laughs> like, that seems offensive to me. Is she a part of the Kremlin? Well, like- I'm just like, what, are you, like, associating her with, like, all this Putin stuff just because she's Russian? Like, I don't understand what's going on. Like, it's it was like very strange. joke? Yeah, I'm like, Ugh. Half of the viewers are like, what? Yeah. Oh, like, no, uh-huh. half of the viewers are probably like, oh, my God, Russian, cheesy. And now she's everyone's, like, way us. more sus about her. They're like, yes, of course. Just people just be yeah, right I, away. I don't know so why. Rude. I'm still kind of a Christina stan. I don't are know what really? it is about her. Like, not a stan. I don't know what it is about her, though, but I just kind of like her. I Even get that. Even though she's just kind of, she 
hasn't made the smartest choices. I don't yeah. know why. I, you know what? It, I, I get that. I like her personality when she's not like in the hands of these, some of these dudes, like when she's wandering free, I think she's dope. And I know I, no, I You know what I mean? I'm not saying I, yeah, it's, but it's, it's then watching the whole, like, I'm so strong and I have all these plans. And then like watching her like lay herself down for like anyone who's going to walk all over. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so we see at the top of the episode, Demi and Chris Harrison having their little sit down. So Mm -hmm. the, the last or yesterday's episode ended where she's going up and we don't know what's going to go down, what she's going to have the conversation about. Um, Chris Harrison doing the, (laughs) The most obvious acting job I've oh, ever watched. Like, <laughs> the man is a wonderful host, a really bad actor. Yes. Excellent host. What's going on with the acting? Because she tells him about her being fluid and about her girl at home. And he literally is just like, I appreciate you feeling close enough to open up and tell me your truth like that. Like this hasn't been something that the producers have been talking about him. Also, from like once again, before. like him just somehow researching on Tumblr or something for like the right thing to say when someone comes out like. Like, thank you for speaking your truth. Like, what are you? What are he you was, talking he about? Was so Chris? relevant. Stop. He was so relevant. Um, and also, I don't remember if it was in this conversation or the other. I'm just like so. I don't get Chris's like new involvement in the show. It's so weird to me. He's yeah. like the da- like I said again. He's like the dad that wants to like smoke weed with his kids. It definitely feels like in the past few. Uh, seasons when the younger generation has gotten more involved via social media that he has kind of shifted and it's like he just won't stop using these phrases and even his like overall attitude is kind of like this like teenage boy well he does have like a 17 year old son oh that might have something to do with it yeah or maybe a little older but his kid is like it's not very yeah. far off from that some was, of the contestants' ages. So that kind of explains that's it. That's so wild to me because he still he looks so good. He I really does. But like, you watched those first seasons. I mean, it's it's been a long time. Yeah, the man really doesn't age. No, he doesn't. But, oh, I was saying I just get kind of annoyed with him being like, we just really want to do whatever it takes for you to find love. I'm like, no, you're doing whatever it <laughs> is for ratings. Like, the show will fuck over people so fucking quickly. Oh, yeah. No, it's like whatever's going to make good television. Life immediately, and they're like, "What? We just want all of you to find. Oh love. no, what can we do? No, for he's you? legit. Like he's like when at the very end, I did say it was so sweet. Um, when they had their kind of sweet little like daddy daughter hug, and they said that they loved each other, and <laughs> I was like, "What? <laughs> they seemed like very like cozy, cozy." But it was it was one of those things where I'm like, he's hugging her, going like, "Oh my god, thank you so much for making such good television." I'm so glad I know we're gonna get renewed for Paradise again, which means my three million dollar paycheck can just keep rolling. God in every bless year. you. Um, there was a moment, the only moment actually in the entire episode where I was a little bit like, mm, Chris what you talking about is he was talking Chris, excuse me, Derek. Derek was talking to Chris, not Harrison. Is it Bukowski? Crispy. Crispy. We'll just yeah, do I think it, it is way. Bukowski. Okay. Like Charles um, Bukowski. I always feel like I'm uh, messing it up. So he's explaining the whole situation of what's going on while Demi's talking to Chris Harrison. And he says that he gets now why she's conflicted and all this stuff. And he doesn't specifically say that it's a woman, but the way he made it sound is I was like, did you just tell Chris Demi's secret? The way he was explaining it. If you go back and listen, uh, he's kind of oh, like, oh, oh. he, he tells 
you know that Chris knows now that there is someone else. But I don't know. I couldn't quite translate if if uh, Chris knew that it was a woman or not. Don't forget though, Katie's been chilling with Chris, and I'm not saying that she's necessarily going to like. But that's but, definitely a potential that it get, it slips. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll let it slip. So Derek may know that Chris already knows. Yeah, they, ha- they have a little bit of like a thing going. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, uh, Demi's w- more confused than ever about how to handle this because of how open Derek's being with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, She's like, God damn it. I thought you were going to be a dick and it was going to be so much easier in this whole situation. Well, that's the thing when you see when Christian shows up later and she's talking with Christian, you can totally tell that like she probably, when she first, like, well, when she first met Derek, she probably was like, Oh, he's cute. And like day one started talking and thinking like, Oh, maybe he just sucks. And not realizing how well he was going to handle the entire thing mm-hmm. through the entire mm-hmm. journey they've had. Together. I also sort of wondered, I was like, maybe, you know, people talk about, uh, polyamory and monogamy. Like it's a sexual orientation kind of too. Like you either are, or you aren't. I've heard people talking about that way. I was like, Oh, maybe Demi's polyamorous. It's definitely and, a possibility. Christian definitely seems like she's not. But. No, no, it does not seem that way. But no, definitely. I mean, I mean, the way that Demi has spoken, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't want to put any sort of like. Well, and the polyamorous just means that you're, you know, you're in love with basically two people at the same time right. or multiple people at the same time. Right. No, so no, no. I'm like, saying I, I wouldn't want to put like that title on her without, you know, obviously knowing, but when you see her interacting with them, she seems, it wouldn't surprise me. She seems comfortable. That's with, what I mean. My point being, yeah. she seems very capable of like handling yeah. two separate she relationships. She seems very comfortable. Um, so anywho, let's talk Blake and Christina. Yes. So everyone's kind of saying what we thought. It seems like Christina still has vibes for Blake. It appears that way. In fact, at one point, Tasha is talking to someone and says, it's known Christina has feelings for Blake. And she said it very point blank. No. So I'm wondering if there's, you know, clear Something conversation missing, that yeah. went on. Um, and she said it wouldn't, she wouldn't put it past her that she would sa- uh, sabotage the relationship. That was interesting to me too. Yeah. With uh, So first when Kaylin said it, I was like, yeah, 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 whatever girl. Yeah. <laughs> But, but when, then Tasha said Tasha it, I was like, interesting. It. Where is this coming from? I was surprised. Even though Blake, yeah, no, because Blake hurt her. But maybe she feels like seeing Blake get a second chance, then she's like irritated with the person maybe, who gave it yeah, to him. Sure. I don't know. Um, but we have the Kaylin and Caitlin conversation. <laughs> That is so awkward when Blake is sitting in between for a moment between Kaylin and Caitlin. And he's literally sitting between the same person. Literally. And Wells is like at the bar and is like, how's it going? And Blake's like, it's good. It's fine. <laughs> Caitlin's so uncomfortable. Um, this is what's weird, yeah. so weird to me about this situation. And this is one of the reasons why I just can't handle Caitlin. She's like, on one hand, like, has been saying how Blake is like the worst fucking person in the world, how she fucking hates him. Yeah. And then she's talking to Caitlin basically in a roundabout way being like, go get your man. Don't let Christina steal him from you. I'm like, I wrote, I wrote down that exact thing. I was like, that is extremely confusing for me. Like a week ago you were saying, I really hope Hannah knows better and knows that like, you know, that Dylan's the better guy and Blake needs to go home and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then what all of a sudden Caitlin, I think it's probably, I mean, my, my assumption would be is that, Kaylin. Kaylin doesn't view Caitlin as a threat in the way of like <laughs> Hannah and 
um, Hannah and Christina has have actually probably had, well, we know Christina has, but Hannah, I'm sure, has had physical relations totally. with Blake. Totally. So it's part of that whole, well, like... And it sort of, like, seems like Kaylin has decided that she hates Christina more than Blake now, so she'll do whatever she needs to do, which is just like, I don't know where this is coming from. Cause she said again, something so weird where she's like, there she is getting in the way of everything again. <laughs> like what? Kaylin. Well, what she's, about? she's the person that he had sex with. Yeah. Was it right after? But, or right Cri- before? but Christina and him had a relationship before even him and Kaylin got involved. But again, there's that element of like Kaylin, I'm sure feels like Christina gets the, the nod to like, yes, mm-hmm. her and Blake were in a real relationship. And she's like, I put in as much time probably, but I'm not getting like the, she was the ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like that fucking bitch, like taking, stealing the, all my glory. And they're still like, okay with each other. Exactly. And like she can't handle that either. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so with Caitlin, with Caitlin, it's kind of like, oh, I see a pawn that maybe I can take, I can use you to take down Christina and Blake. Yeah. 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 Cause then she was also saying like, how could he do that? And like pick a friend over you. Like she's putting words in her ear. Creepy. Oh my God. (laughs) It was so creepy, especially because they look exactly alike. That's what adds to the The whole thing. Yeah. They're just like, but, um, we see then Christina and Blake sitting with each other and, Christina said, she's like, I have no interest in Blake. This is just a friendship rose, blah, blah, blah. I don't believe it. No. Um, and, oh my gosh. Kate, oh, that was the thing. Caitlin's crying because Blake is giving her, because Blake is giving Christina the time of day because he's too nice. And I'm like, I think that probably most everyone's going to disagree with you on that one. (laughs) My God. Yeah, no, totally. Like, Probably giving her the time of day one because she gave him the rose. Also because you guys have nothing between you two. two. Nothing between you. Three, this is a girl who has had sex with him many times and he was actually dating. So clearly (laughs) there's an attraction there. I don't think it's because he's too nice. Well, and then Caitlin too said something to to Caitlin about... uh, Oh, after he's clear, made it clear that he is interested in you. I'm like, no, he has not. Done. He has not said anything. He literally just accepted the rose on the, for a drink, the rose. He accepted the, the date. date card. Yeah. Well, so Christina's though, I will say, is sitting with when she pulls Blake aside, and it definitely does feel manipulative because she asks him about how it's going with Caitlin, and he tells well, Blake her. Blake also goes up to get. Caitlin a drink of water a glass of water and Christina pulls a Dylan and is like can I talk to you you know right away nabs him Caitlin never got the glass of water she never got the water (laughs) poor poor girl is so thirsty um no but the way that she so she asked him like how it was going with Caitlin and he's like yeah she's nice she's really cool and Christina's like yeah she's cool but like you know, I just want you to have your own happy ending and like what the fuck was that? It about? was that felt pretty what manipulative. The fuck was that yeah. about? I want you to have your own happy ending. It's like, like what if that is that is his, his happy I mean, ending? Again, not that I do not think it is, but like I don't know the way yeah. she was right away. Like he's like, yeah, it was a good date. Da da da. She's like, yeah, but was it really though? I want what's best for you. Yeah, it was like, very much like yeah, creepy mother vibes. It was a full creepy mom. <laughs> creepy mom in a movie that you're like does the mom like her son like very like a gladiator style or whatever we're just like oh god like game of thrones what's happening Mm -hmm, right now mm -hmm. um 
So that made me feel uncomfortable the with Oedipus Christina. Oedipus complex. Exactly. Yes. Made me uncomfortable with Christina. And then <laughs> the edit of where Blake's talking to Christina and goes, these girls love you. And it flicks to Caitlin. She's like, she's awful. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. And Christina's like, who doesn't love me? And the girls are just like, like hating on her so hard. Um, so Christina decides... Or Caitlin decides See, that she's going to pull I guess the thing is, is I know Christina. a lot of people in Bachelor Nation who like Christina. I guess that's what gives me a little more trustworthiness That's with why her. you make her. Yeah. Yeah. Because it seems like, she, like she's friends with like most of the girls and stuff like that. Like yeah. no one really seems to have a problem with her. Well, okay. So as we're watching this, and again, I think we're just going to be like reiterating what we've said before, but like we don't understand where what the pro- what the yeah. problem is like i get maybe you as uh, another competitor being like shit blake and her have like a close relationship whatever it may be and she he may give her the rose and she's gonna give it to him and i might be out but like she doesn't seem to be like a mean girl with any of the girls at all totally like maybe they just don't understand her sense of humor <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Maybe here's she's the like, thing: the only girls I've really seen actually have an issue with her are Kaylin and Caitlin. Right. So you're kind of like, eh, take that one with a grain of salt. Yeah. No. Exactly. Well. Okay. Caitlin, let's talk about that conversation Caitlin because had quite an issue. Caitlin with her. is my new Jane in my heart. We are not Caitlin fans, my dears. <laughs> we are not Caitlin fans. Um, and I was open. Sure. I was kind of like, yeah, she's like, whatever on the date. But New- I, I, I wasn't. I was more neutral than yeah, anything. Yeah, I was just kind of like, oh, whatever. In. Maybe she'll be a distraction for Blakey Boy for a minute. Sure. Um, what happened with that conversation? For one, of course, Christina no, was not innocent in this conversation. No. It was weird. She, got, she did get extremely defense, defensive. It was like, girl, back down. Very quickly, too. <laughs> Very well, oh, immediately. No, literally immediately. The minute, the minute she took her aside, Christina's like, I like your shorts. And then she's like, and I'm going to slit your fucking throat. <laughs> Like, immediately upon them entering into the conversation. Oh, my God. No, so she's... Caitlin's saying that, like, there seems to be a motive with her talking to Blake. And Christina's like, am I not allowed to talk to my friends? (laughs) Which is true. That's the thing. It's like... Well, so here's the thing that this is actually... Caitlin really displayed some serious gaslighting in this conversation. Yeah. Kind of, like, from the beginning of it. Because... If Caitlin's going to try to pretend like her vibe was all friendly and cool and she's just trying to have a chat with Christina, everyone knows the subtext of that, including Christina, which of is course. like, which is why Christina's immediately defensive and yes. is like, can I not talk to my friends? Right. Well, she she's like, knows. bitch, I know you're pulling me aside because you have an issue also, with me talking she's to Also, she's pulling uh, Christina aside right after she didn't get her water from, from Blake. <laughs> so she's like, I know exactly what this, you're either mad about not getting your water or it's an issue with Blake. And she just saw her talking to Caitlin too so like right. christina knows oh, yeah, exactly that's the thing. She's like i see them doing this back and forth with each other like she you knows know. exactly what's going yeah. on um so but but that's the thing when so when she says you seem to be having a motive and christina's like am i not allowed to talk to my friends yeah i don't know if this is inappropriate of me to feel what but i do feel like there's a level of like knowing your place of like hey <laughs> You mean like the hierarchy of Bachelor I don't Nation? Even mean the, yes. No, but not even the hierarchy so much as like Christina has like legitimate relationships with a few people in here where she's like very close to numerous people. Yeah. Really nobody nobody really knows you very well, Caitlin. And 
here's Christina, who's who's been longtime friends with a few of these people, and specifically her and Blake have known each other for a, for quite a while. They've had intimate relationships, but they've also had friend relationships. So, like, who are you to necessarily be coming up to this girl? Now, granted, think it all you want. If I was Caitlin, I'd be thinking the same thing. I'd be like, what's this girl's motive? Like, what is she what is she planning? Mm-hmm. I'd be so suspicious of, suspicious of her, but to like go up what is she gonna that was that was my thing about the whole conversation i'm like what are you trying to say what are you trying to do here you're going out of your way to be like you have a motive when you really know nothing about christina and blake's relationship also is she not allowed to have a motive like what if christina actually does want to rekindle a relationship with blake like caitlin has absolutely no claim to him she went on one date and blake has not made it clear to her at all that he's like invested in any way shape or form in their relationship right well i mean he's he is done with it yeah it seems that way like as she said that he ghosted her and then they had sex oh no i meant caitlin Caitlin. oh caitlin oh oh, sorry yeah yeah. i was like one date wait a second no Um, no no, caitlin yeah caitlin you're like girlfriend like this is somebody who's known blake for a long time like yeah. why are you like peeing on blake right now yeah and yeah. like that they can't have a friendship uh-huh. even if it is potentially more that's, than that's that. what i mean i didn't see what her motive was and i really didn't understand what, what was she trying to say to christina or was she just trying to start shit which is what it felt like like it she felt was, like that it definitely felt like she probably kaylin hyped her up yes I feel like behind the scenes, Kayla. Now, interesting piece is that in Colton's season, it appeared to have been that way as well. There were numerous times where it seemed like maybe Kaylin was hyping a few people up to do her this is dirty to, work. That's a little that's bit. this is why I don't fuck with her because she's like not actually confrontational, and she just wants to. She wants to like subtly destroy other people by turning other people because we saw that in Colton season two where she was talking about Hannah just like offhandedly like well you know like I knew her and suddenly everyone has this opinion of this person and the person doesn't even know what's going on they don't even have a chance to defend themselves they just turn around suddenly and (coughs) bless you they turn around suddenly and everyone's turned against them yeah, no, you're totally right. It's just shady. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so this conversation, <laughs> this though. conversation is insane. Um, I mean, Caitlin tells Christina that she's that Christina is there chasing friendship roses and not letting people who want to find love have a chance. This was the stupidest friendship aspect roses. of the conversation, like arguing about the friendship rose. And well, if you were a real friend, you would sacrifice the rose so that Blake could give the rose to someone that he really loves, like me. Like what? It was it was just like, just but does Blake stupid. love you? Like I don't understand. <laughs> it's it was it was such an uncomfortable conversation. And like you said, Christina's getting like more and more hyped the whole time. Um and yeah, I mean at the end of the day, I do agree that Kate like with the basis of some of the things Caitlin's saying. But again, I do and the not way she's she going about it, like she, the thing that really frustrated me is that she acted like Christina shouldn't be getting defensive when, like I said, clearly the conversation was a conversation she was going to get defensive about. It seemed very obvious from the beginning that it like how it started as a person who is wired more like Christina, like where, when I get mad, I will raise my voice and get like super like hyphy. I was getting 
like actually triggered hearing the way Caitlin was speaking to her, like kind of belittling and talking. No, me down. too. It's it's frustrating. It's like so it's so frustrating. And yeah, and just being like, "Girl, chill." Wow, that's okay. what I mean. No, it's gaslighting. It was when it you was th- not cool. No, the thing of like, I don't understand why you're like so emotional out of nowhere. Yeah, that's oh, what no. she was doing. Like, wow, you are difficult to talk to. And then she says that she's impossible. You're impossible. Oh, I would have lost my damn again though Caitlin what were you trying to achieve with this conversation and then she has the audacity to turn it around and say Christina I was just having this conversation to like try to get you to know you better and like try to she said that she was like I wanted to like have conversation like get to know you better it's like you literally pulled her away as soon as Blake left her to actually calmly attack her motives literally her motives that's what you said yeah also, she, as Christina's raising her voice and they're getting into it, she says, you should respect women and you should expect, respect women and women and women. Wait, what did I write down? <laughs> you should- and women and women like, and women. Is this a glitch you in the matrix? You should respect women and women and women. <laughs> Glitch in the matrix. And women three times in a row. What is happening in my brain? And women and women she and says women. She says you should respect women and women and women should. Oh, she says you should respect women and women should always respect women after death. <laughs> yes. So point is, is that she said you should respect women and women should always respect other women. This is literally moments after telling Caitlin or Caitlin that Christina is atrocious. Oh yeah. And awful. She is atrocious. She is atrocious. She She doesn't know the bitch at all. And like, and then she comes at Christina and says that like, she's not respecting women. I don't understand. Gaslighting. She's trying to make Christina feel like she's going crazy, and it was infuriating. It was just like, no, I was I was really irritated. Um, and then she's saying that Christina's manipulating everyone, and I'm kind of like, really? Is it only, though, like, Blake that she's <laughs> maybe manipulating? And is manipulating? she even manipulating? I think Blake knows exactly what's going on here. Yeah, like, maybe she is manipulating Blake. But at the end of the day, she did give him... But we don't care what anybody does to Blake. <laughs> yeah, at this point, <laughs> it's kind of like, whatever. We're not, like, wishing for a happy ending for this guy. No, I mean, I always do because I just love love. Um, but, <laughs> you know, I, I'm i like, yeah, manipulating everyone? What are you talking about? You, bitch, you have been here for nine hours. You don't even... And suddenly you're drunk to conclusions. know who you are. Do you we, know everyone's name do you, here? Do you realize that all of us had to Google you to remember? <laughs> Literally. I remember Legit. Jane more than I did who Caitlin. It's very true. We did have our moment of remembering. Um, okay, so well, I have to pause for a second. Super glad to talk about this next sponsor because a bunch of broads have been asking about this company lately, sliding into the DMs, wanting us to remind them of the code. It's Beauty by Design, the revolutionary new personalized skincare system that matches the exact right formula to your specific skin, guaranteeing better results than you've ever had. I say this wholeheartedly from firsthand experience. I have never been happier with my skincare regime. Beauty by Design uses real skin experts, licensed licensed estheticians who will review your skin through a selfie and a survey. And after performing a short consultation via text message, they customize a complete skincare plan for you. 
Your estheticians will fix your top skin concerns all through text message for free. That's right, for free. Within minutes, you can get an in-depth skin plan to attack your most pressing skin concerns. Honestly, I'm obsessed. I have never uh, seen such fast and consistent results with my skin. After I sent my per- uh, my person, my little special esthetician, <laughs> Hillary, who I love, my selfie and skin request, she got back to me so fast with a recommendation email slash shopping cart of potential items, which you do not have to purchase all of them. One of my favorite things about this company is that you can pick and choose um, and they don't use aggressive sales tactics because they genuinely want what's best for you and your skin and you really you really can sense that. Hillary cares about my skin and my gosh, she's helped it so much. Uh, they have over 100 products and 250 plus natural performance ingredients that are vegan, cruelty-free, and paraben-free and sulfate-free. There's no obligations to try before you buy. Free shipping after your free trial order and free returns making this a Totally risk-free. So many free. So much free. I love a good free. And right now, Beauty by Design is running a limited time free trial program where you can get a personalized $60 serum and a personalized skincare plan for free to My experience. Gosh. I know. So $60 much. serum. Sending it, Beauty by Design. Right. To experience the world's most personalized skincare for free, go to beautybydesign.com slash chatty and use promo code chatty today to start your free trial. That's beautybydesign.com slash chatty and use promo code chatty. No risk, only better skin rewards. Free. (laughs) Free. Free, free, free. Um, Also, wanting to chat with you broads about an app that has truly helped me so much. Um, We've talked to you, or I've talked to you before about some of the body issues that I've struggled with. I want to be healthy, but I don't want something that is going to mess with me or make me feel bad about myself. I want to learn healthier habits for longevity and stamina and practice more self-care, to be honest. Which is why I am so grateful for Noom. Noom is a habit-changing solution that helps users learn to develop a new relationship with food through personalized courses. Based in psychology, Noom teaches you why you do the things you do and arms you with the tools to break the bad habits and replace them with better ones. Noom provides you with a personal goal specialist and a community of members to keep you motivated and accountable. It's like a workout bestie all in one place. As someone who's had issues with food, I am such a fan of Noom. When you get started on this app, they ask you all these personal questions about what's best for you. Um, We're all so different and respond better to certain things. So they ask how you like to be encouraged when you're getting off from your goals you set. And they don't ask you what goal you want. They ask you why, which I find so beautiful. It really made me like look into the heart and the reason of why I want what I want. Um, They're all about helping you make healthy choices for you, your self-worth, a better mood, controlling stress and anxiety and more. I love them. Why do I feel emotional about it? Honestly, it's maybe because I love my goal specialist too. You don't, have to, you don't have to change it all in one day. Small steps make big progress one day at a time. Sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash chatty. What do you have to lose? Visit N-O-O-M dot com slash chatty to start your trial today that's noom.com slash chatty okay well so obviously there was all the that caitlin christina there are so many names everything everyone's and then there's christian can't there's christina christian oh my god and i forgot the guy that got kicked off was named christian too yeah i it's insane my brain is about to explode um okay so after that whole thing, um, we see a little bit of some Katie Chris drama starting to happen. And it really 
made my heart sad. Communication, communication, communication. You oh my God. emphasize it enough. So many of these issues could be avoided if these people just communicate with each other. So many. So when they were talking to each other, all of a sudden, kind of out of nowhere, it seemed, Katie makes some comment that said, uh, to Chris saying, there's going to be girls coming today. You do what you want. Chris, very defeated, is like, yeah? She says, you're He's like, f- you want me to yeah. do Yeah, and she's that? like, you're a free man. He's like, is that what you want me to do? She said, I yeah. want you to do whatever makes you happy. And I'm just like, no. No, dude. You know what? I when watching this made my heart so sad because I felt like I was watching myself. I've done I, this before. I think so many of us can relate to this. Yeah. I felt the same way. It made my stomach drop because I was like, "Oh my god, how many times has this happened?" Or even if it's maybe not like a specific situation like this, but just in your relationship in general, you downplay what you actually want and try to like play it cool and be the cool person yep. and like not be vulnerable and express things first and and hope. Hope they'll come around like Ugh, just and self-sabotaging and instead, instead of yeah. I mean it's on both ends because uh Katie on one end should be like no I like you like I, I really don't want you to go on a date with anyone else how do you feel and then feel that out but then Chris could also when she responds to that I mean he did kind of give her a chance he's like that's what you want really yeah you don't mind yeah he I did. mean, but Chris could have said he to definitely her, could have fought for it more and been well, like, well, no, I, I, I only like you and I'm just, you know, whatever. Or he could even just say, you know, he talked about it in the interview. He said that kind of hurt me. He could say to her, you know, that kind of hurts me because I really like you and I don't really want to go on a date with anyone yeah, else. Yeah, no, Imagine. the interview. Yeah, seriously, if you would have just taken their interviews and they would have just said their interviews to each other, That's it would have been so key. much what happens on the sh- on this yeah. show, though. You know, people talk to somebody else about what they're really feeling. It's like, just say it to that person. Yeah, it's scary, it's, but it's, it's uh, a better outcome. Yeah, he said it sucks to hear that. Doesn't And he's, he's disappointed because he really thought that they were on the same page. And we find out later that Katie was saying that it seemed like they had had a breakthrough the night before and then she panicked and, well, and you again see him walk away from it too where he's just kind of like i'm gonna go like get a snack yeah he's so let down because they must have had this mo- like defining moment the night before and again that's what stomach drop i'm going oh girl i can resonate i've done this where all of a sudden everything seems good and then my anxiety gets in the way and i go there's no way that he's gonna still let-. like you're just your insecurities just flare up and you want to just protect yourself and all that and i was just so bummed um yeah, oh, such a bummer. Then, of course, perfect timing as soon as she says this. <laughs> old Jen Savignano. Yes. Jen, old Jen Savignon Blanc <laughs> comes in. <laughs> Looking like a tall glass of vino. I actually have never seen her on any of the seasons before. Yeah, I didn't. Well, I she was on uh, Bachelor in I Paradise. Didn't watch that season. Oh, you didn't watch that Bachelor in Paradise with Nick. I was like a little more in and out, but. I, oh my goodness, I was dying when she walked on the sand and Dean right away is just The most like, beautiful woman in Bachelor Nation? I didn't see he that He also coming. said, one of the most beautiful girls on the planet. Yeah. And he's like, wow, it's crazy to see a person aside from the photos on Insta. I'm like, how often are you looking at her pictures on Insta, Dean? I thought the same thing. I was like, wow, you really like follow her religiously, I guess. He was like, he's like, like, it's great to put a warm body into Oh yeah, that's what it's like. Warm body? That's disgusting. How many times have you jacked off to her Instagram pics, bro? Warm body. It's just like, oh my God, what is this, a science experiment? Like, what is going on? Um... 
also like she's a very pretty girl. I was just like, whoa, most one of the most beautiful women on the planet. Oh no, she's she's like, beautiful. Wow. But no, I was surprised too. I also was kind of like, okay, Dean, like, are you gonna make this move against one of your your dear friends, Nick, or, or the girl that he's been talking to? Like, yeah, but like, let's look at <laughs> Dean's history. It hasn't been no, so squeaky right? clean. I was like, oh, here. I right away just thought again. about Nick. I'm thinking about Nick. I'm like, I wonder if this is going to be awkward for him to watch. Did Nick really like her? Well, I mean, they left together. I didn't even know that. Um, now, the broads might have to uh, help out my memory because it was, yeah, I was very like half in with that season, like watching in and out, but I'm pretty sure that he, propo- no. No. He either didn't propose to her or he did. And then right away on the reunion, they weren't together anymore. But it, it was, a, it was very quick. imagine proposing to three people or attempting to on national TV? Oh, Lordy. Four. Oh, Lordy. Four. Including his own season. Holy oh, shit. That's a lot of proposing. That's <laughs> a lot of proposing. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Um, so basically, everyone's freaking out and panicking. We find out, my God, that while Blake was, in her wor- in Kaylin's words, oh my God, ghosting oh my her, he was hanging oh out with God. Jen. You guys, who in God's name does Blake not know? Only us, and apparently. Ha- Sarah, I'm actually a little offended, Me and I'm too. not even in Bachelor Nation. Me too. I don't think Blake has ever even looked in my direction on the internet. Once. I feel like Blake would be a little bit like, oh, a girl with short hair? Mm, nah. You think? I, I still, I swear I cannot even get a read on who this dude is. Me either. Like, about, like, actually who he is. I'm not talking about his actions. Like, I'm still so confused about, like, where he fits into my... I feel like maybe of types of I feel people. like maybe he'd be the most turned on thinking about you associating you with Rizzo because he's like a musical theater. Probably if I was wearing a poodle skirt, he would just be all yeah. Over with me. like with the shorter hair, it would have been like, wow, we can really live our like a grease fantasy together. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, of course. He, somehow he has also been talking with Jen. Like, did he literally get the cast list for they, Bachelor in Paradise <laughs> from a producer beforehand and be like, "You got to yeah, get check mark off"? Yeah, so random. Which makes me think then, like, literally, is he literally hooking up with everyone? I don't know, but they didn't to seem to really like. It doesn't. It didn't seem like she was trying to take him on a date. They were just like sitting and talking. Like, so what's up? Yeah, he definitely seemed interested when she walked down. He was like, Yeah, I'll Jen, take a date with Jen, her. Jen, Jen Saff. <laughs> like, this is my hope at redemption. <laughs> um, so she pulls Blake first, um, but then of course she pulls Dean, and they walk away. And Caitlin's pa- this Caitlin's is panicking. another thing with Caitlin just immediately jumping to the. Con- Conclusion of like, wow, I knew it all along that Dean was a piece of shit and that he was going to turn around but and like, go on a date. To be fair, if I was coupled up with Dean after seeing his history, I'd feel the same way. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But uh, if if you're feeling that lack of trust, like maybe you probably don't shouldn't go for it. She wasn't like she wasn't like going off on him though. She was a little bit like, yeah, I, you know. She said she's like, I I have I've had my guard up with him like for a reason. So who knows? I know she's like, I know how he is. That's true. That's true. You're but right, then you're he right, pops right. back in. You're right. I'm being a hater. <laughs> But I died when he then popped back in and he was like, Kaylin, I know she's fucking with her. It's so funny. She's like, dude, what the hell? Yeah. Well, who did he do that with too? No, he did it to her the first time. Oh, with, um, oh gosh. Who was he talking to? Caitlin. It was Kate, Caitlin. Yes. (laughs) Was it Caitlin? Yeah. I feel like it was even someone else. Remember Caitlin was trying to like take everyone on a date. 
Yeah. Anyway. Oh my gosh. That was so funny. Um, so right away, Katie's looking at Chris. They're sitting next to each other and she's like, is there any reason that I need to worry? And I'm like, girl, this quickly after you said this, like, and then, Mm. and we're just seeing constant interviews with Chris saying uh, that, you know, what she did this morning. And he, then he says to her, to her face, what you did like threw me off this morning. And then the realization hits, Oh shit. What did I do? Yeah. And he's got to be at the point where he's feeling a little resentful too. So he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go on this date. Yeah. Yeah. She's recognizing that it's self-sabotage. Um, you know, I feel, yeah, I felt like she was absolutely like owning her mistake, Mm -hmm. knowing that what she did was not a good call. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, when Jen asks Chris on the date and then he goes and talks to Katie, like, you know, obviously like you see like the terrible pain in her face, but like, she also realizes like, you know, I did this to myself, shot myself in the foot. I told him basically to go do this. Well, lucky for her, the date is atrocious. It's absolutely (laughs) atrocious, but like, okay, I do have to say this. Is vomiting and getting sick, the bachelor kiss of love. So are Jen and Chris going to end up together? Because Did you make a list of people who have like... Nick and Vanessa, their first date, she was puking the whole time. He comforted right. her. Hannah and Jed's date, they were getting sick on the boat. Oh my God, She picked right. Jed, right? JPJ and Tasha. I mean, he was... I mean, I guess he was, did that with Jane, but he yeah, was he also gagging. Jane. And I'm just like, is this... Are they going to end up working out? I don't know. Who was the first couple you said? Nick and Vanessa. Yeah, but you realize all the couples you named have ended in shambles. Oh, I'm not saying they're going to work out long term. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying on the screen for the time being, I you mean, know. I don't know. Am I missing something? Or like, I don't know if I'm missing something, but like what? What's the deal with Jen? Like, she's a pretty girl. I don't know. On oh, her you date mean with just because, Chris, like, she like was... just no, just like personality wise, just on her date with Chris, I was like, "Am I missing something? Like, yeah. what's her appeal? I, I'm not really sure what she's bringing to the know. table." I always then wonder, like, you know, because they edit so much. Like, are yeah. we seeing any conversation? She just but... seemed very bored in all her interviews and in the actual. Yeah, date. she definitely does not seem dynamic. I'm just kind of like, why are you? He- I don't know. Not like why are you here, but I just kind of like you don't even really seem stoked. No, she just seems like the typical like nice, pretty girl. Yeah. You know, who's not going to maybe cause a lot of drama. So like, yeah, you know, she'd be, she'd be an easy person to give a rose to, right? Yeah. She's beautiful. She's low key. You don't want to make out with her. Right. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah, the, d- the date does not, um, does not go well. They get back. Chris says that he wants to make it up to her tonight because he'd been puking on yeah, the boat. Yeah, of course. It seemed like the worst date ever. That, but he has something planned. And it literally, oh my God, my body, when they walk by everyone and like Katie's been waiting all day mm -hmm. for Chris to get back and he just walks by and they ever, the both of them kind of do a, Hey guys, bye guys, wave and keep moving forward. Like she thinks like, okay, I'm finally going to be able to reconvene with Chris and I hope it goes okay. And they just take it 
somewhere else. I have to say, I really underestimated their feelings for each other. I thought it was just thought it was, I sort of thought it was like a convenient thing where yeah, they I both mean, yeah. just kind of didn't have anyone else. But now I'm thinking that like they actually really did like each other, and there was kind of something there. I think Chris so too. Kind of burned, and now she's upset. And I like, mean, we talked about it yesterday that we were both kind of like, ah, oh, we don't know. They must have just been like doing them dirty and not showing us any well, screen. They time might with just them. be like really low key with each other. Like, but they definitely, definitely like each other because yeah. he was clearly upset. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And obviously, she's devastated now. But he takes. He uh, takes Jen up to the, like, top level. Um, I was dying when he goes, Jen, you're witty. (laughs) He goes, Jen, you're witty. You have these one-liners, and I have no idea where they come from. And Jen goes, huh, me neither. I was like, what? Okay, that that was actually one of the parts. I was like, what one-liners are we talking about? That's exactly. I would love to hear these. (laughs) I'm like, I would love to get a good giggle right now. This has been a rather serious episode. Um, But... They then, she encourages them to go in the hot tub, and then, oh my goodness, they just start macking. Of course. She's will, sexy. She is very sexy, and she was definitely, like, leaning in. Like, she was ready to... Oh, totally. I noticed was, that, too. She, I'm like, Chris is the one that's kind of, like, holding back. Well, I was dying. I mean, not because my heart was hurting for Katie, but... When he was making out, it looked like he was doing this thing where he was kind of like, maybe if I don't move too much, it won't quite count. <laughs> Have you ever done that before? Where it's a little bit like someone kisses you and like you don't want to not kiss them, but you also like know if you go in f- like in for it, it's like gonna you're gonna get have to out tell- of control, and you're or you're gonna have to tell people like yeah it was a kiss, but like maybe if you don't move your lips too much, that like you can be like yeah we kind of like bumped into each other and like they tried to kiss me. I don't know, it was weird. Yeah, I think I've also like reworked stories like that too. Like I was drunk and he just leaned in and kissed me. <laughs> But he look, he did that. He literally like he was making out with her, but his head and I, his when you see him Kate kissing Katie, it's very like organic and lovely. His head was so stiff, and he was kissing her, but she was like kind of all over and like trying to get up on his neck, and he was literally looking like maybe if I don't move, it's not happening. <laughs> it was so <laughs> sad. I know that was actually that's actually what sort of convinced me of his. Uh, true affection for Katie because it, it was like he was really trying to hold himself back with the but when he did talk to her Jen. again he did not tell her that they kissed and that was bumming me out yeah I'm like in that way let's take a little move from Hannah G where she immediately reports back that like we did kiss that's true I do you know? feel like they've been a lot more casual though Chris and Katie have been yeah like it's been it's been much more casual I do think like with yeah. Dylan he's just like I adore you like when can I get down on one That's knee true. you know and it's Chris and true. Katie are kind of like it's cool to hang out with you yeah. like it's been fun you know well, it's a little different yeah you're right and when he talked to Katie he told her like I already told you how I feel about you and then she tells him that she wants to be with him I want to fight for you um and and this was like a wake up call and Chris is a little, and I get it. Chris is a little bit like, I don't know if I want it to be like this though. Like it took a wake up call for you to realize that. I know it was, a, this was a very like real conversation. real conversation. Like it definitely feels very real relationship. E, mm-hmm. um, in between this, we have Nicole song to clay, which I do not want to ignore. Oh my God. I almost completely forgot about it until you brought it up. Now, this is the thing. Okay, it was cute, goofy, silly, ridiculous, whatever. I I will say that if I was Nicole, like, Clay's response, those are the kind of responses that kind of bum me out, where I'm kind of like, Clay's just like, aw, that was so cute. Like, you're so cute. 
I kind of want what, a guy what, who's going to be like, yes, like, look at you being all <laughs> sexy. Like, I don't know, play into it a little more. I get that. But to Clay's, to like on Clay's side, the way that she was doing it and, you know, cute song. I think it's adorable that she went for it, but she was like clearly so awkward because every time she'd say a line, she'd like fall on top of him somehow. And she was like literally like, jumping on top of him because, you know, when you move because you're nervous yes. that like. I know if someone would be like playing an original song for me and was clearly nervous, I'd get so nervous totally. and I'd be kind of like, yeah, it's so great. I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't be like, yeah, boy, get into it. Sing it. Like I wish I was a little wi- more wired that way. But when someone's awkward, I get awkward. And I kind of felt that moment a little <laughs> I bit. I don't know if I would have like, done any Nicole, either. You know what I mean? Like, if some guy was, like, kept jumping on top of you and be like, your booty is turning me tutti frutti. And, but, like, he's nervous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be hard like, to, like, great. feed into it and just start, like, yeah, no. And it was, that was cute, though, because she was just like, um, I know you've been wanting me to sing for you, so I wrote you an original song. I know. And I was like, wait like, for karaoke, please. <laughs> <laughs> I know she's like not the best, but I have to say her performance was far better in all aspects than any of Dred's ever. Oh, absolutely. And she actually, could, you could hear that she has a good voice. Yes. You know? Yes. It was cute. <laughs> it okay. was very cute. I am okay. just like dying to when can we talk about, we need, to, we need to start talking about the Christian and Demi stuff. Let's get into it, baby. Are we there? Uh-huh. Have, we, have we missed anything else? Are we there? We're Great. there. I think literally uh, the only thing that I wanted to say was Sydney and Mike seem to be actually having a fun time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm we haven't surprised. seen any of it. We haven't seen any of it, but Not like in the background, all of a sudden you'll see them laughing and like getting cute together. And yeah. I've been noticing in a few scenes, all of a sudden I'll look and see the background and be like, oh, they're kind of like fro- having fun. They're frolicking a little bit. Cartwheels like, and stuff. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. seem like they're having a good time. Even if like maybe there's no love there, like they seem like they're <laughs> enjoying themselves. Um, so been a little busy lately. No easy transition to that. It's just true. I've been a little busy lately. Honestly, one of my least favorite things to do when I'm strapped for time is go to the grocery store. Oh my goodness. It takes eh, 15 minutes to find parking where we live and maybe 15 minutes worth of a line at checkout while my precious daughter is having a hyperactive meltdown in the cart. Um, It's one of my biggest sources of anxiety, which is why I live by Instacart. Instacart has groceries delivered in as fast as one hour or a time that works with your schedule. Instacart's available at your favorite stores like Safeway, Sprouts, Costco, CVS, Petco, and much more. Get the app or go to instacart.com and shop the groceries you need from your favorite local retailers. Your shopper gathers your groceries with care by selecting excellent produce and contacting you if necessary. And again, your groceries will arrive in as little as one hour or at a time you select, keeping hot items hot and cold items cold cold if you're like cooking too it's amazing you can get all your ingredients and in, oh my in gosh an hour. it's incredible you know, if you want to make something for dinner that night i swear on my life i have gone to the grocery store once since i discovered instacart yeah. and that was just for a fun little pleasure moment with my daughter to shop for a cute little snack for her school so other than that been going full instacart there's no stress no hassle i have been able to use the free moments to spend time with her instead of running around at the grocery store or pet store instead we walk the dog we paint together we read it's beautiful try instacart and get ten dollars off your first order to get this limited time offer go to instacart.com or download the mobile app and enter our promo code chatty 
at checkout. That's $10 off your first order today at instacart.com or go through the mobile app and don't forget to enter our code chatty. Instacart.com through the mobile app with my code chatty at checkout. Mm-hmm. All righty. So let's talk Christian and Demi, baby. And Derek. And Derek. Oh, Lord. Um, so Chris Harrison's... Round two. Here we go. He come, Chris Harrison's back. He's stealing Demi. Um, said he's thought a lot about their conversation and that um, they've come to the decision that we're going to put you in the best position for you and also make amazing television. <laughs> this is... Yeah, this is the interest... This is what was really interesting to me. Tell me. So when Christian, like, showed up and everything, it seemed like Demi was surprised. Kind of. And I feel like there's still people arguing that, like, it wasn't planned. So, um, it's it's come out that it's a fact that it was. Oh, has it? I was reading numerous articles. Like, I'm talking, like, in Newsweek, People, all that now. Oh. So, basically, it's officially come out that um, the Bachelor producers asked Demi before the season, is it okay? Or, you know what? Maybe it was even during the season. But they asked Demi Probably ahead not, of time. Yeah, I, it wasn't specific about that. Though, well, so and also, say, like I've said before, producers know 100% what's going on in your love life. You yeah, know, you're telling them who for you're sure. dating, what's going but on. But regardless if it was before or after, they did ask Demi beforehand, mm-hmm. um, is it all right if we invite Christian? And then she said yes, and then they asked Christian, and Christian uh, came on. So... Demi knew that Christian was coming on. Now, she didn't know when. Mm-hmm. Maybe there was, you know, because she did, like you said, she did seem genuinely surprised when she showed up, um, even though I'd think that, like, if she knew what was going on when Chris well, Harrison is pulling her aside. Yeah, because she also took Derek aside after, and she said, um, it's interesting, because, like, Chris said that he was bringing, just bringing her on, but then Demi said to Derek, like, she's here because I wanted her here. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so... Yeah, obviously. Yeah, exactly. You knew she was and and then also Which is weird though that she said that cuz we didn't see any conversation of them mm-hmm. like deciding it. Like no, they you're they totally posed right. it on the show as if it was some like surprise. You're, t- you're totally right. Yeah, and I think uh I think too in the I think it was the People article or something that said that Demi specifically wanted to use this as her platform uh as her like coming out as being fluid, which I think is awesome. And yeah. again, I don't think that just the way that Bachelor Nation is currently set up, that it would have necessarily organically happened. So, um, yeah, but this is my qualms with the situation. I actually think it's super positive that so many viewers are going to be kind of forced into watching this, yeah, uh, yeah. this you know, loving re- lesbian relationship. The issue that I have is the whole situation was just fucked up. Like... Yes. Derek got 100% used and like totally fucked over in this situation. I felt absolutely horrible for Derek. <sighs> and especially because he handled it better than I'm pretty sure anyone else would have handled it. I know. And I do think Demi did have real feelings for him, like I said. I completely agree. Yeah. However, just in the way that she would talk about him, even when she was into him, I would bet my life that the entire time from the first to the last time she made out with Derek, she knew exactly what was going to happen in the sense of like, she knew that Christian was her girl from, from which, which would make, which would make sense 
why she was having so many emotional breakdowns and was feeling so up and down because I'm sure her anxiety was through the roof knowing that um, her girl's going to be showing up who she is in love with and they had probably talked about it beforehand. Definitely. And here she is now in this situation where she actually is like having feelings for someone else and like what a crazy nightmare is that where you're like, oh, I'm going to go on and we're going to have like a... I'm going to then intro you in some way into the show. But, oh, turns out I also found a guy and the guy is so loving about it. Like, so it's not even like you can paint him out to be an asshole. This is what was kind of fucked about the situation for me because, you know, Chris is having this, Chris Harrison's sitting down having this conversation with Demi and Demi's like, she's perfect. Basically like she's perfect. We're perfect with each other. It's wonderful. And it's like the whole time you're just like, then why are you here? You know? Yeah. Like then, it's obvious, like, yes, yes, you could say it's a, it's a platform and all of that. I mean, she already has a platform of already a million people. It's like, I don't know. There's something that just, that irritates me where it's like, okay, but you like, don't, I, I know you have to do it for the show, but it's like, don't pretend like you're just here to like explore your options and you wanted to test your relationship with Christian. Like, that's just not true. Yeah. Like you're here for like the, the, to be on TV and well, for the clout. I, I guess I guess for me, like I there is a part of me that that is still open to the idea that maybe she did want to test certain things and like she did really like her, but also was like, I don't know, and was still interested because she'd you know, was probably offered paradise before she ever met Christian. So she had been processing it and thinking uh-uh. about is this There's photos of them together in March. That's while the show is that's while that's like when the beginning, like but the don't Bachelor you think, was still But airing. don't you think she knew? I mean, when she was on Colton season, she knew she was the villain. She or t- oh, I, I should no, say she villain. Knew she was going. But on she paradise. knew that she was going to go on Paradise. So what I'm saying is, so you're already processing it and thinking like, I want to do this, and then you meet, you happen to meet someone who's kind of like you and Gray. Yeah, like you meet someone who you are like you you really fall for, but you're still kind of like, yeah, but I I am interested in, in maybe going on i'm curious like obviously it's good for my maybe for my career I, but i'm also curious to go on like, maybe I that's why i'm judging is because i like ultimately decided maybe i'm coming from a little bit of a place it's like actually pregnancy aside i decided even before i got pregnant that i didn't want to like put him in that position to be like no i remember that kind of humiliated yeah. and i guess that's just sort of what well, and I also gathered from her conversation with Christian, though, it very much seemed like you could argue that maybe, yeah, she didn't want to explore. But I was reading between the lines in her conversation with Christian. It very much seemed like what Christian was saying is like, look, I know you wanted to do the show, but like we kind of agreed that you that yeah. it was us. Yeah. No, d- Christian definitely seemed thrown off. When Demi like, started I thought, to tell her about Derek. Right, because like, Christian was oh, like, you shit. said you were going to have to go on dates. And what I was hearing was like, I knew you were going to make out with some people, but I didn't right. know you were actually going to have any kind of intimate relationship with someone like emotionally yes. or any kind of connection. Yes. And then later on in Demi and Christian's date, when Christian's like, uh, you walked away and I had like a meltdown because mm-hmm. I'm here processing all of this. And this is a little shocking. Mm-hmm. And... Like, yeah, like you said, like she knew Demi was going on paradise. They talked about that. She was, she says later at their date that she was supportive of Demi going on paradise. Yeah. Um, so again, yeah, it was probably one of those things that's like, yeah, either this is going to be good for the career or it's going to be, you know, good for you to explore whatever. But she was, I don't think very shaken. That's my thing. I don't think there was really conversation about exploring. Yeah. 
It didn't seem that way. No, no, it did. She, no, she seemed like genuinely shocked. <laughs> when they, can we talk for a second though about when Christian first walked through the door? Regardless of how you feel about it, oh, when Christian first walked through the it's door, it's obvious that they definitely. It's it's obvious, and it's been obvious since the minute that Demi started talking about her that her and Christian have like a special relationship. Well, with you each other. you see Demi like even in this season or in the season of Paradise softening so much, totally. And when she sees Christian, like I got a little teary. Like their their reunion together, it was like these two are like over the moon for each other, totally. And she feels so comfortable with her, and it was like her home came back. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. Um, but meantime, oh my God, Derek. I think that I th- oh man, I think that's what really got me though too is it's like this is a real relationship. Oh man, Derek got thrown. I was surprised. I didn't think Derek liked Demi as much as it seemed on this season. I mean on this episode. I was kind of like, I think Derek's like it's convenient for him. He was devastated. And I- <laughs> He was absolutely devastated. <laughs> Because I was kind of like, I was thinking about it before. I was like, this situation's kind of fucked up. But like, Derek doesn't seem to actually care. You know, I was like, I was like, you know, it's actually going to work out pretty well because like Demi obviously has her girl. Like uh-huh. Derek is just kind of like with Demi because they're just like, have fun making out. And then this episode, I got, I got thrown for a fucking loop. So when she goes and talks. Again, though, I love the way Derek handles it because he's like, Derek handles it. Can we give the man every standing ovation ever in this situation? Straight up. But also just like what I talked about before, Derek is like, seems like the least biphobic person out of everyone. Cause he's like, I don't give a fuck as if Damien, uh, Demi is dating a man or a woman. I it just hurts me that she's with someone else. Yes, he was fantastic through the entire thing. He also, he also the way he handled it too. Like he made it very clear to her. It wasn't like he was just like, oh, it's okay, bye. He made it very clear to her that he was devastated, <sighs> and he asked her if he, um, you know, now this is now this is a situation where I find it okay and appropriate for him to, to ask, ask for closure. Can I ask? They're in the moment. He's saying, "Okay, we literally had a conversation less than a day ago about this. Now I'm asking." This like, got flipped. I mean, he got flipped. It was on literally his head, like less than a day ago. She communicated with him that she's stressed and, and feeling in between, and he kind of like they reaffirmed that they're still moving forward together in a non serious way like they're just learning about each other and then all of a sudden she comes down and is like Christian's here we're together now we're done this is appropriate yeah (laughs) it's like oh 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 my god his legs were just cut out from underneath him so this is appropriate for him to be like is there something I did in the past day that like really made this very easy for you all of a sudden like I think he does have a right to ask some questions and I think he probably has a lot of them too because also the first I don't know what week of their relationship he didn't like he didn't he didn't really know what he was getting himself into no not at all not at all and um yeah so when he's having the conversation with her um he he just oh my god when he's talking about like it's it's just gonna be hard to see you guys like connecting and kissing so that was actually what really got me because I forgot I sort of forgot and then I was I was like oh my god Derek is like this girl is all, it, yes she's joining paradise now <laughs> and he's going to have to watch and of course they're going to be celebrated because they're both being like super brave for doing yeah. this on screen and everyone's super happy for Demi and proud of her and he's kind of like getting left in the dust well and Derek I'm sure what I would be biting my fucking tongue if I was him the whole time is you want to be like 
you weren't honest about like that you were dating someone and you wanted to keep dating this person and they're here now. Like right. that has well, got to be. She came down and was like, well, or what was it? Yeah. The day before where she was like, it's more serious than I let on. And now she's here. It's like every conversation just gets more intense. Pandora's box is just like, there's another box inside another box inside another box inside. And you're like, Oh my and goodness. Derek's like, and now I'm alone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Oh my goodness. And he's just so, so devastated. Oh, and, and not to mention, this is hilarious. The like Blake has no, some of the people have zero idea what's going on. Oh, when they walk on. in. Oh, um, before that though, before the they walk in. And I also wanted to say too, that he, um, when they are ending it, he says, um, that he would love to have a con conversation yes. with, with Christian beforehand. And, um, Demi's very open to that and she's fine. And then he says at the end of his, uh, Demi and Derek's conversation, he says, if this is what makes you happy, you're making the right decision. So well, like he asked the questions he was sad and then he affirmed her at the end. Well, even in his, in his interview, I wanted <sighs> to die because he was like, he was like, I'm having a hard time. And then he was like, no, she must be having a harder time than I am. And I was just like, you are too good of a guy right we now. Like, I, I can't mean, handle it. from what we are seeing, this is like a realized human being. Like my goodness. Seriously. How old is he? 30? He's 30. Okay. Yeah. He's I think. Maybe lady. he's 32. Who's going to hop Maybe he's on 32. Him? I know. Seriously. Well, I'll tell you what. If he doesn't find anyone in paradise, I'm sure he'll find himself a great gal because everyone's sure. going to be drooling all seriously. over him Seriously. Well, this. everyone was drooling all over him. I remember with the whole uh, last, was it last year with him and Taylor? And people no, were a like, years ago. a couple years ago, and everyone was like, ooh, my goodness. Like, look at him. But he was like wifed up. So I did not understand either. I didn't, Me either. We didn't get to really nope, see him nope, be the nope. shining knight and that he is. And now I, hey. I get it now. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> um, so he ends up having a conversation. All right, now this is where I was like, Derek, this was unnecessary. And I don't know why you're putting yourself or us through this because now we have to witness this incredibly awkward conversation. And also Christian virtually has no idea who he is either. No so idea. she's like, Oh, I, now I have to fucking talk to this dude who was with my girl for the past two no, weeks. Like both, it was the most uncomfortable like divorce parent situation that has ever occurred. Well, and it also seemed like Christian kind of thought that Derek was going to try to like talk Christian out of something because Christian was definitely sort of in this defense mode where she was like, "I think we can both agree we want what's best for Demi." Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I will say if some if I was in Christian's situation, oh. I would be like, "Some dude's coming to come talk to me." Clear. Clearly, he's going to try to manipulate the situation or, like, pull Absolutely. her away. And, and also, like, like, who is this fucking guy? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. They, the whole thing was so uncomfortable. I also didn't know what, why Derek wanted to have the, I mean, I do kind of get it, but I'm also like, what did you gain, gain See, from that? I, I, now I wanted to die during it because it was so uncomfortable, but I thought that it was so good because it's basically what we've been talking about this whole time. Derek's communication, communication. It's like, this is the most uncomfortable thing ever in the moment, That's true. but he did not. And he said afterwards, which literally broke my heart into a million billion pieces was when he said that he did not want to sit and talk with Christian for him. He wanted to do it with Demi because he's like, I bet she feels so uncomfortable and I just wanted to make it like clear for her that Christian and I are okay. You know what too? And I was thinking the way that I was thinking about it, I was thinking about it like a normal breakup where you part your separate ways, but I'm now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, Oh yeah, duh. They're all three going to be stuck on a beach together. So it's not like he can just pretend Christian doesn't exist. Like it's better to acknowledge it, face each other face to face, be like, we're good. We're okay. The maturity. (sighs) 
this drink. But his speech, man, was fucking sad. He's oh like, am I just going to be the guy that keeps helping everyone? Like, Oh, my God. <laughs> I couldn't. I literally was in a puddle, and I just was like, give me, like, a sad blanket to hold on to and cry on because I can't do this episode anymore. It's killing me. But then at the same time, um, you know, you're seeing, like, it's hard because then you see, like, this clear, like, beautiful love between Christian uh, and Demi. Yeah. So it's it was like my heart was all over the map. What do you think about Christian? Uh, well, you... <laughs> oh, my God. Christian is lesbian Hannah G. You're so right. As soon as you said that, I was like, oh, She looks dude, so much like Hannah watch G. Watch the scene when they're having dinner together and, like, watch even some of her facial expressions and the way she opens her eyes. Like, Unreal. Unreal. It's so bizarre. It's so um, spot on. But I think I like Christian. I see. I like her too. I think she's a really good, like, oh my God, you, you, you pointed it out and it was so cute. In their conversation, Demi's like, I want to be like you. And she goes, I don't want to be like anybody, but I want to be like you. Oh, oh my God. I didn't God. even catch the first half of that. I don't want to oh. be like anybody. I want to be like you. I mean, it, when I'm watching them together, it makes so much sense to me that it that they'd like each other, but also that it would really work. Totally. Because Christian has this like very calming presence. Maybe a little bit too much to the point where I was so like, you, you need to you need to have some uh cadence. Like, let's some, go, let's go. Some variety in but your like, cadence. But like for someone like Demi, who clearly is just a little like a wildfire bouncing all over the place, I'm sure she's just like this steady, consistent. Being I also for her. loved the way Christian was like and I was joking around with Jess. I was like, Derek, I mean, Derek, Dylan needs to take some notes because yeah. during their conversation at dinner, Christian was basically like, look, I'm not here to fuck around. Okay. So if you're not going to make your mind up and if you're going to like play games with me, I'm not here for it. Yes. While at the same time being like, I'm, I love you and yes. I want like, I'm, he- I'm, I'm fully in, but look, if you're going to play with my heart, I'm not having it. It is a. It was a very beautiful example of being able to love someone and yourself equally. Totally protecting yourself, We're having also respect putting yourself for yourself, yourself yep. and yep. and having a lot of respect for another and love for another person. Yep. It was like again, there was this this piece of my heart that was like floating off with Derek, and I'm like, oh my god, poor Derek. <laughs> but watching them at dinner, and it was I don't know. You know what? I literally was like cheersing alone, watching it, being like, this is bachelor history right now this is like very intense true this is and there has never so been natural. it felt and that was what i really appreciated about it and that's where part of me wonders if as much as like yes it was produced and concocted to a certain level and it hurt somebody and that bums me out but like i feel like it was maybe so beautiful for people who are maybe homophobic to be watching this really natural beautiful relationship not this like because you watch some of the other relationships on this show and there's awkward dates like the Mike and Kaylin date and it's kind of like uh Mm -hmm. do they really like where you're watching a beautiful picture of like two women who clearly are in love with each other Mm -hmm. and I feel like that was so undeniable regardless of what you believe Mm -hmm. you know and I just was like I don't know my heart was full yeah but also sad for Derek (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think it's also the skeptic in me, too, that was just kind of like, not the skeptic, but I'm just kind of like, but why are you guys now going to I know, but now it's like, we're going to stay here <laughs> now. Guys, like, Debbie's like, this is a beautiful place for a really, and I'm like, okay. 
maybe now now they're just here and they're gonna be floating around they're gonna be the cute couple who are just normalizing bisexuality and like popping in the now and like you know which you know in some of the seasons like I'm thinking about Jade and Tanner in one of the past seasons it was like they were a couple from day one and there was kind of no drama to come in between them and they just kind of were like in the back on a chair like most of the time you know and like with Demi's personality they'll be in and out a lot and you'll be seeing them I feel like a good amount I am really interested to see them interact more because yeah their dynamics really interesting like Christian's a very different person and I'm also interested to see how Christian interacts with everyone too I'm like is Christian gonna get in with the drama of all these people she doesn't know (laughs) you know like Christian's gonna go confront Blake or some shit like that like oh my god I hope so if I was Demi's girlfriend I'd be like put me in coach (laughs) go down and just start shit just be causing (laughs) fires all over the place actually you can go home sweetie (laughs) I'm here to wreck shit and burn this island to the ground She doesn't know anyone's name. (laughs) She's just like you with the brown hair. Come here. (laughs) Oh my God. Putting everybody in their place. You and your fucking drama. Seriously. Like Blake, get your shit together, dude. You're not that great. Typical. (laughs) Typical. Oh my God. Honestly, I would, I will live if she starts getting involved in the drama. It'll kill me. So funny. Um, so yeah, that, that was, it was a nice ending. It was a nice way to end it because it was a kind of heavy, intense episode. There was a lot, like there wasn't any like lightheartedness really going on. Um, except the moment when, uh, Demi brings Christian down and Blake's clearly the only person who does not know that Demi is (laughs) fluid. Demi's just like, uh, or Blake's just like, like, who is this chick? Demi's just bringing this girl down. It's like, is she joining us? Like, does she have a date card for me? Like, I'm sure she's interested in me like everybody else, right? Oh my God. Um, But we do get a fun little peek into next week. And I am, as we discussed earlier, actually horrified. I I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle this shit. um, I'm so, I'm so nervous. All of the shenanigans that JPJ is getting in, I sure hope that he does not hurt our sweet queen. Um, and also it looks as if Dean and Kaylin might be hitting some bumps in the road. Yeah. I have um, no idea what that's about. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if there's new people's coming in or if Dean starts chatting up with Caitlin or what's, or Jen, Interesting. you know, even though he says, I'm not going to accept a j- date card from Jen. Let's just say Chris goes back to Katie and then Jen's just kind of floating around and her and Dean are talking a lot. And oh! Caitlin's just like, mm. um, and then we see that I'm excited. Chris Harrison is changing the rules right before yeah, the rose ceremony. Do you ceremony. think he's going to like switch up the power? Ooh, that's a good one. Right? Yeah. Psych, actually, the women get roses again. That's a good one. Or all of a sudden he just goes like, now it's time to start the Hunger Games. And he's like, actually, now I pair each of you. (laughs) You're gone. You're gone. You're gone. He's like, actually, it's time to bring up the 5,000 Aztec warriors. (laughs) Now you must all fight to the death. Actually, you guys didn't realize, but you signed contracts, meaning you stay here forever. I'm waiting <laughs> for the day. We will be filming you for the next eight years. Good luck. I am waiting for the day. Oh, my God. Actually, that just, like, sent a tremor down my body that feels like something that could, like, so happen in the future. Dude, what if they have, like... What if they have, like, Truman Show where people have to stay on set for literally five years? They trap them. It's, like, full, like, legal kidnapping because they have signed their life away and they don't realize. <gasps> oh where they're, God. like, starting families. Like, they're, they're, like literally, like, Truman Show. 
this is the next big reality TV show where it's a small community like Bachelor in Paradise and there's like a hospital and everything, you know, like people <laughs> like people get pregnant there, give birth there, like die there, everything. Oh my god. You're right. I mean, I and the seasons go on for like 10 years as people like, like die or that born. That feels like it's right around the corner. Right? Like give it 5 years and wait, we're there. Wait, wait till I produce it <laughs> and fund it and cast it. <laughs> produce and it. I'm the queen. <laughs> I rule parliament. I'm the mayor of this small community. Of this small community that I will start. TVville. The money is just your face on it. You're just you're just everywhere. Statues of you in the town square. Wow, how do I make this happen? Oh, we're gonna get working on it. We're gonna get rolling on Anything it. Anything else last minute? Oh, I don't know. Just the very end when they were talking about, you know, Nelson Mandela. <laughs> I can't. No comment. <laughs> who the fuck doesn't know who Nelson Mandela is? You know, I really don't know. I really don't know. You know who Nelson Mandela was, right? I'm Are fucking you, with you. <laughs> I you were being serious for a second. And I was like, I've never been so offended in my life. <laughs> I'm actually obsessed with that she was like, Willie Nelson, immediately. Where he's like, smokes a lot of weed, country singer. Oh, no. Well, the fact that he goes right away, Wells says, South African apartheid. And Demi goes, come on, Wells. <laughs> like, you know better than to ask me that. And then he's like, Denzel played him in a movie about the South African apartheid. Like, you know, I will say, Demi does tend to get on my nerves. But I actually just had an instant realization that... If Demi was to come to my house and we were just to get really high and play board games, she would probably be my favorite person ever. Yes. Welcome. <laughs> You've joined our tribe. In those specific circumstances only. Oh, you have to be high and you have no, to No, actually, I specifically thought about how much fun she would be to be around high. Because I kind of love when people do like the high dumb person stuff. Right. And we're just like laughing at nothing for three hours. I want to get ready with Demi. Have sh- some champagne. A little coke. Get our glit. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> some champagne, a little bump here, a little bump there. And get our glam on together. After those things, go out to like a club. Like I think that she would just be the most fun to do that with. Get your glam on, and then just feel like a powerful woman stomping around town in my heels. Totally, you know. Totally. You didn't end up meeting her at DragCon, did you? I didn't. We missed each other by like an hour. I was very Traj. depressed about it. Traj. She'll come on the show eventually. I believe it. What if she doesn't like me now because she's listened to the episodes where I'm? I feel like Demi is the type of person who would like you regardless. Like it would kind of just be like, yeah, she, I feel like she would look at you and be like, fuck you. But then she'd laugh about it. I don't know. I replied to her stories twice and she left me on scene. Ooh. (laughs) Really? Yes. That's why I was kind of like, oh, maybe I was like, just really. Yeah. That's the tea, huh? (laughs) That's the tea. Okay. We'll talk to you broads next week. Chat soon. Chat soon. Bye. (laughs) 